Sibs, the podcast that challenges three siblings to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet in one film at a time, criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids. I'm your host and the middle child, Allegra. I'm Holland and I'm the oldest. I'm Gray and what is a dumb fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you thought of a quote because I went second because I was like, oh shit, I didn't think of anything. (laughs) I forgot that we did that. That was on the fly. I was just the only one I could think of. Good for you. Um, it's been a while. It has been a while. But yes, this is the first episode of Latchkey to My Heart. Our second iteration. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, um, it's, <laughs> yeah. we haven't recorded since like May of 2023. And uh, all of us are shaking the rust off. Yeah, very, very rusty. Yeah, so bear with us. Um, but you know, I'm I'm very excited to just to go through this episode for one very specific reason um, that I will get to. It'll probably be the first thing I say once we get into our episode discussion. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, with that being said. You know, each week, one of us does have to present a movie, while the other two score it based on five specific categories. Um, this month, for Latch Key to My Heart, we did change up the, the categories slightly to make them more appropriate for rom-com specific. So, you know, we're still keeping nostalgia, sit-through ability, does it hold up, and can I follow? But instead of being appropriate for children, we have changed it to chemistry, um, just so everyone is aware, you know, uh, scoring. I thought we changed, we changed two categories. I thought we changed can I follow to like romance factor. Or oh, you're right. You're right. No, no, you're totally right. It's it was, like, will uh, they last? will, it was, oh, will yeah, they la- will they, they last? last. Yeah, you're totally right. And my, my scores reflect that. I just forgot to change that in my like rubric. Um, so yeah, now it's nostalgic chemistry sit through. Does it hold up and will they last? Um, So with that being said, each week's score will be added up. And at the end of our season, the sibling with the most points wins, while the loser will be forced to do some sort of punishment. Um, I hope everyone was able to take a look at my punishment, which was a music video to Bosson's um, One in a Million. Apparently, TikTok took it down quite swiftly. Immediately. Um... (laughs) Is it because there was music like built in and it wasn't like chosen yeah. from TikTok selection? Yes, because we have like a dumb business account, which I'm like, should we just like not have that kind of account anymore? Because uh-huh. it severely limits the kind of music you can use. But um... also now with all this Warner Music Group stuff, 
I have no idea. If this is under that umbrella, then it would have been taken down on February 1st anyway. So it's on. So, But the annoying thing about Instagram is that the it wouldn't let me post the entire thing in one reel. So it is split across two <sighs> reels on our Instagram. I might try to like repost on our story. Maybe on where it maybe just, just throw that shit on Twitter. The one time we use our Twitter, maybe we can just have <laughs> the video un you know undoctored in whatever way for people to just watch it all the way through. I was also thinking of just putting it in our Instagram story, just posting the whole thing and it'll break it apart like across but at least it'll be yeah and it'll be in one go and i'm and then i'll save it as a highlight like i was thinking i might try to do that too so it's like an easier okay continuous viewing experience so okay check our instagram to see if i did that before this episode came out (laughs) latchkey sibs on instagram (laughs) or on twitter or yeah i guess i'll i haven't posted on twitter yet i'll or i'll experiment with that also latchkey sibs um, um, but anyways, but yeah, it was a, it was a beautiful punishment. It was a beautiful video. Um, I just want to give you your flowers, Gray. It was great. <laughs> Thank you so much. I <laughs> had a lot of fun uh, filming that with Meg when we were in Hawaii, and had even more fun, I think, editing it. Um, <laughs> the only, like, honestly, the only part of it that even feels like a punishment at this point was just the like having to start. Um, because once I started, I was like, oh wait, this is a lot of fun. Um, the other part that definitely felt like a punishment was just having to listen to that song so many times in a row, (laughs) just over and over and over again, um, both both to film it and to edit it. Um, (laughs) and yeah, like the public ridicule is like, I mean, bring it on. I thought it was, I think I tried to make it as funny as possible. Um, I didn't think you like, got ridiculed. No, that's what I'm saying. I think everybody it's loved like, it. I'm saying, yeah. like, but the purpose of, like, the, the punishment is, oh, right, right, right. is for ridicule. But honestly, I think I gave everyone a gift. Um, Hon- honestly, the punishment was more, like, homework. Effort. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was literally giving you something to do that's, like, slightly inconvenient. I think well, that was the idea. I'll just, I'll just say this. Um, if I... If I ever lose again, I'm happy to do more things where I do have to do that kind of homework um, just because I really do like making videos um, and I need some sort of and I'll do it quicker the next time. Uh, yeah, that's the real punishment is like <laughs> next time I'm setting a time limit. Yeah. And if you don't meet the deadline, you it's double or nothing. You have yes. to do two videos. Punishment increases. Yes, punishment more increases. Videos. <laughs> I am. I, I totally agree with that um, because I definitely did not, you know, uh, do this expediently, if that's a word. Um, yeah. yeah, we were like, oh, we'll take the summer off because Gray's getting married. And then, like, we didn't talk for six months, basically. <laughs> yeah. We're like, we missed I Gray. Mean, the, last half, the last half of 2023 was just really busy. Though. It was a lot. It, like, it was so I busy. I don't know. It was so packed that... I don't even know if we would have had time to do another season. Yeah, I had to throw that whole boat party in October that stressed me the fuck out. Yeah, and like, like, yeah, no, but like, it just went by so fast. I do. Uh, I want to read a few comments from the the reel, please, on Instagram. I don't have Instagram, so this is all going to be completely so, new to me. Caitlin, uh, friend of the pod, 
said, I'm absolutely obsessed with this. <laughs> Mom commented and said, proof that 10,000 hours of anything changes your psyche. And those 10,000 hours for Gray were spent listening to boy bands in the back of our SUV with two sisters. <laughs> um, Torrance Party of Six said, finally, LOL. <laughs> And Tiff Bev said, this was beautiful. <laughs> I showed this to so many people, my coworkers, my personal trainer. Like I was, I put it yeah, on I my posted story. It, I posted it on my personal story as well. <laughs> um, Allegra, do you want to share the DM that you got? You don't have to expose the <laughs> identity, but um, that was yeah. hilarious. Someone um, did report that they found you cute. Um, they say, wait, you what the? You never told me your brother was cute as hell. And I said, uh, he's related to me. You should have assumed. She's like, very true, very true. And I'm like, okay, part two is posted. And she's like, I'm dead. Tell him he can't smile at the end of that shot. It's dangerous. <laughs> And I was like, he was born in 1997. And she goes, ew. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite part. She was like, we could have been related. You're like, he's married and you're engaged. And then you were like, and he was born in 97. She goes, Jesus, ew. So, I, yeah, she goes, um, just shocked he didn't alert me earlier. We could have been related. Um, and she goes, not if you told me sooner. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Hilarious. Love it. Um, so, yeah. Go, I adore again, all my go, fans. Go I thank you to my fans. Um, <laughs> to your fan. <laughs> maybe this time more people will start actually voting my way on these extra point things. And Look it's at not, all the effort that he put in, guys. And it's not just fucking the leg heads. The <laughs> legheads. Um, they have a different name every episode. Instead of egghead, I don't know. I was trying something out. I like but it. I like it. it. I, like, I like the idea of us really using legs. Like we're the yeah. we're the many legs of a millipede. <laughs> Man, this movie's really okay. got legs. Um, <laughs> but or great, this could backfire. Where people love you being punished so much, they just <laughs> they just want you to keep <laughs> doing. Downvote you every time. Come on, Grey Lords, you need to help me out. <laughs> the Grey Lords, I love it. Um, um, well, uh, Dutch nation rise. I don't know. <laughs> Calm down, Max Verstappen. All right, that's yeah. true. I don't want. I don't want to. Yeah, Hall, all, of Holland's, all of Holland's fans are just going to start like shooting flares in the street. I don't want to be associated with Max Verstappen. Okay, fans. I do love the idea of us having our own Orange Army, though. <laughs> like Orange in the chat for Holland. <laughs> just like the, it's just the orange squares, like the emojis. Oh, I do like that. Or there's a tulip emoji too. Yeah, my tulips. tulips. Oh, nice. <laughs> Um, my building called Tulip. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, tell this, us about the movie we're watching. Yeah, today. yeah. So this week uh, is Allegra's uh, her rom com choice. She was lucky Obviously. with the the coin flip to be able to choose her movie, and she chose uh, 1988's uh, Coming to America, starring Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall, um, and 
Uh, dude, it was crazy. And Eddie the, Murphy and Arsenio Hall. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's crazy is, like, when you go on IMDb, because it's, like, it goes by, like, top-billed cast, the love interest, the woman that plays Lisa, is so low down. Well, they do order of appearance. It's so Oh, I thought it yeah. was top-billed cast. Because I'm like, no. how the fuck did the rose bearers and the bathers get paid more <laughs> than... No, and like, oha. Oh, no, it's order of appearance. Order. So you have to like really scroll. Yeah, you have to, to like, really scroll. That makes more. way more sense why it yeah. was like that. It was order of appearance. Um, but, yes, 1988's uh, Coming to America. And I will read None the summary. None of us were born yet. None of us are born yet. Um, where's okay here we go so this was submitted by on on IMDB we don't have fans submitting summaries yet um, oh, but it was submitted by Nick Reganis um, Rick Moranis em- immersed in luxury and riches courteous Prince Akeem the refined heir apparent to Africa's prosperous kingdom of Zamunda summons up the courage to reject an arranged marriage proposal on his 21st birthday as a result, bent on finding true love, the young blue blood heads to the strange urban jungle of New York City's Queens. To mask his regal descent, Akeem and his trusted valet, Semi, must post as humble exchange students doing their best to mingle with their neighbors. Daphne, I need a quiet on set. Thank you very much. Um... But more than anything in the world, the noble bachelor yearns to be loved for who he is and not for his title. Daphne? Is Prince Akeem destined to find his soulmate in America's bustling Big Apple? I think that's a very apt, uh, well-written description. Yeah. Yeah. Although he doesn't, like, bravely reject the marriage. He just kind of does that on his own and doesn't tell his parents that he's actually rejecting the yeah. marriage. <laughs> his, his dad is not a great listener. True. And so he's just like, all right, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just leave for 40 days. Oh, man. Um, I, I'm eager to get into the king. Um, he <laughs> has, he, he brought opinions. Um, <laughs> He's problematic. Yeah. Problem. Problematic king. (laughs) Problematic king. Um, I can't. So I can't remember. Do we do pre-watch and then parents? No, we do. We do parents and then pre-watch. Okay. See, this is how long. It's in the outline, Holland. Okay. Sorry, I I don't have the outline. I would have guessed the opposite, to be Um, honest. Okay. So both parents did respond to me um, in the last twenty minutes. So that's lucky. Um, So. Dad says, so thoughts on coming to America. Dad says, I liked it. I was a big Eddie fan and was able to look past some of the bad acting and script issues. Very funny and entertaining. Arsenio was a distraction and the whole royalty thing was a bit much. <laughs> so thank you, Dad. Uh, I'm and sorry. <laughs> the royalty thing was a bit much the whole point of the movie or oh, no no i know what whatever. he's saying or does he I mean agree. like the beginning of the, the movie? beginning was so over <laughs> that was hilarious but yeah but yeah. dance okay we'll get to it um mom said i loved the i loved that movie i loved og eddie murphy and arsenio hall was so good it's probably full of extremely cringy non-pc humor but it had a very star-studded cast would love to give it a rewatch I will say, 
it I I mean maybe this is a spoiler but it did hold up a lot better than I was expecting it to. Me too, thank God. To be fair. <laughs> like there weren't too many like Oh my god, I can't believe they said that. Yeah, it's moments. not trading places where there's yeah. surprise blackface. Yeah. You go, "Why Dan Aykroyd?" <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> oh god. Um I have not seen Trading Places, but we I wa- we watched it for the first time like years ago when dad was visiting us when we still lived together and he, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, we should watch this. It's like a good Thanksgiving movie." And we're like, "Okay." And it was like <laughs> Great, fine, and then like at the very end, it's like, oh no, <laughs> extremely unnecessary. Unnecessary. Unne- it not had nothing to do with the plot. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> it could have been cut, and nothing would have been lost. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh dear. I know there were several moments during this movie where I'm like, yes, this is a John Landis movie. Uh, a lot of unnecessary tits. <laughs> there were so many just like unnecessary shots, and my biggest problem with like. Uh, so here's the thing. We'll get into it. I know further, yeah. and I know that's something we all love to say uh, in this podcast. <laughs> but so many shots were forty five seconds too long. Yeah, it was a long movie. It was like two hours. I think we also need. To I could have like- trimmed this movie to an hour and a half <laughs> and not lost anything at all. It's just yeah. shortening I- some of these scenes to from a minute long to 15 seconds long and you still get exactly what they were going for we do have to keep in mind that this was made in 1988 it was on film like this is this is made in the then they should have been the more conscientious of the time if they were on film because once film runs out it runs out and then you're you lost the shot till you change roles that's not an excuse. I've seen movies in the 80s that did not have this problem. I'm just, I'm just saying that, like, if I'm thinking about... Top Gun was like, made in the 80s on film a year before this. Where there, I guess I'm... The only scene that went too long with that was the tongue-licking scene. I mean, I, I, I do agree that there were definitely shots that ran on way too long for my taste. Some, A lot of these shots were... There's a kind of a like really silent movie, not a lot of background there, music. It was... Yeah. yeah, and that's what made some of those shots feel even longer but i think that was sort of like a like that was a john landis's stylistic choice because like when cameras weren't as mobile or like you know you spend so much fucking time setting up one scene and then to do it again i don't know i think there are just like different constraints that like we in the digital age don't have to consider as much anymore but it's i mean very fair point that like top gun contemporary movie not the same but also, it probably does not have the budget of, of Top Gun. This had a pretty impressive budget. I mean, the... For yeah, the, the movie that we the, saw, I was I was surprised by the, the mon- monetary budget of this movie, especially I mean, given that it was done in the 80s. But the it was production star- of the royal the court royal was, like, crazy. Off. That's where all the money was, and the stars. It yeah, and probably the actors, yeah. Sure. Anyway, before we get too far into it, let's go through our pre-watch notes. Sure. Allegra, start I don't us have off. a lot. Yeah, me I'll neither. I'll start us off. <laughs> uh, Eddie Murphy is a prince, and his dad, um, that was supposed to say Mufasa, but it's James Earl Jones. Um, I almost wanted to say Edward James almost, but it's not. Not a different three-named person. All I did was type J-E-J, so my brain short-circuited. 
Eddie wants to marry for love, so he and Arsenio Hall move to New York and work at McDonald's. Um, it corrected to McDonald's, but it's McDonald's. McDowell's. McDowell's, that's what it was. His boss has a hot daughter, and she's cool and down to earth, but has a douche boyfriend. Eddie doesn't tell her that he's a prince, and he falls in love with her. Arsenio hates being poor and sort of dates the sister. Talent show? Bath scene. That's it. (laughs) You remembered so much more. Um, Talent show? Yeah. I was was confusing the early the like randy like the, watson the the the, the sexual beauty chocolate oh uh, the yes, okay. sexual <laughs> chocolate yes <laughs> that scene i was confusing that with a talent show i'm like why was this happening okay i just wrote eddie murphy is an african prince who doesn't want an arranged marriage he and arsenio hall go to america to find him a wife who loves him for him instead of instead of instead of his I just stopped writing instead of, you know, (laughs) hand wave, hand wave, hand wave. Guys, I think I I told you guys, I don't think I said this on the episode yet. I woke up this morning. I jolted awake at 7 a.m. and realized I hadn't watched this movie yet. (laughs) So I had to watch it really fast this morning before Allegra and I worked out. So bear with me. Um, and then I and then my last note is I feel like McDonald's plays some role or like a fake one. Does he work there? That's it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you guys didn't even remember that this was a rom-com. I it's mean, I fucking not. Is, Hold on. It's not. It's it is not we'll a rom-com. We'll get into it. It is not a fucking rom-com. Okay, we'll, we'll get, get into, into it. it. We're gonna do it. We'll get into it. We'll fucking drink every time we say we'll get into it. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. That's like the free space on a Latchkey Sims bingo card. <laughs> okay, Gray. Um, all right, my pre-watch notes. Your royal penis is clean. As a, <laughs> as a kid, I didn't know that LMFAO song was referencing this movie. That's like literally all I know about this movie. What, what? LMFAO song? Uh, it's more of a deep cut. It's called Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I've it's heard like, that. It's when I dive in my pool. LM- it's hard to be humble when I do the breaststroke to an underground tunnel. Wake up. On the other side, in a jacuzzi, being greeted by two naked ladies with suds on their booties. I'll keep going. I'm definitely not they give that. me lots and hugs and kisses, and they ask me what my wish is. I say, go and call your bitches, because there's going to be a party. Next day, wash my body like a scene. And then they say, ooh, your royal penis is clean. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then they start <laughs> the music's bumping, yes. Oh, yeah. I've, I've never heard that. I feel like my deep cut element. It's honestly a pretty good song. Like it's. I mean, my, it sounds funny. The deep cut. I don't know if this is super deep, but my my the one that I like that came out before like party rock and stuff was I'm in Miami, bitch. Like their first yeah. bigger. Yeah. Like I'm in Miami, bitch. Yeah. I didn't know I knew a third LMFAO song. I learned this. Dude, is new. I probably know more than is. I mean, this then is. I should. I mean, hey, repeat. guys, oh, we're big LMFAO my... heads. Everyone knows it about this <laughs> podcast. I uh. went to multiple LMFAO themed parties in college. That was the time period that I was in college, where there well, were multiple uh, opportunities to have a themed happen. party about that. Allegra, I think I can. I think I can tell you that you might know four LMFAO songs. Okay, hold on. Let me stop. All right, party rock anthem. Yes. Um, I'm sexy and I know it. Yes. 
Miami bitch, I guess. Yes. And not yes. You know yes. I don't and, know yes. And don't forget, sorry for Party Rocket. So, yeah. Sorry for Party Rocket. There's, of course there's song. Party Rock Anthem, but you have to remember there's the also, sequel, also, Sorry for Party Rocket. I think I heard about Sorry for Party Rocket. I don't know if I've actually ever heard Sorry for Party Rocket. Um, right, should we change our names to LMFAO Sibs? Yeah. Shot, they're on Shots. Oh, and I Shots. I think Shots is technically them. Oh, but that's I thought it's like them build first above. Yeah, it's on their album. It's wow. their album it's like, with also um, get crazy. Small size. Uh, the John. theme song. The theme song. Yeah, the theme song to Jersey Shore. I never watched Jersey Shore. Okay. Oh, La La La. You might know that one too if you I'm, heard it. No. You have Actually, to sing you it. probably, you probably. I don't really know. You guys, are Which we the latchkey FMA? It's like la 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 la. <laughs> I can't remember, but I remember Jeanne from the challenge was in the music video. Oh be- my god, really? Because when she was on Real World Cancun, LMFAO like made an appearance on that season, and <laughs> like they did stuff with them, and then like after the show, she they must have like had her be in her their music video. Amazing. What a life John A. has lived. Endurance, yeah. real world, the I challenge, LMFAO music Anyway, video. we're getting extremely off track. <laughs> Welcome to Latchkey M. So wait, we got we to do our, our pre-discussion scores. Oh, true. What are your scores, guys? Tens across the board, I'm assuming. All right, let's okay. move on. Okay. Um, nostalgia factor, I have a one. Oh, that's that's uh, that hurts. Okay. I have a two. All right, <laughs> bummer. Um, <laughs> chemistry, I have a four. Same. Wow, really? <laughs> we'll get yes. into it. Could have been lower though. Uh, no. Sit, sit through ability, I had a six. I have a seven. It was a good time, but all right, we'll move on. Um, does it hold up? I have a five. I have a seven. Yeah, it's. It's fine. It's okay. Um, will they last? I had a four. I put a seven. Thank you. Just because you don't and know we... what the divorce laws are like in Zamunda, so they kind of have <laughs> to have it last. There's a sequel. I put a seven because is she of in the, the sequel? Based no idea on the logic <laughs> of the movie, I put a seven that it was like within this world. It feels like more likely that she would stay than go. Thank you. But also, she's developed so little. Yes. That it's not a wrong I song. couldn't yes, it is. really tell you one way or the other. Like, okay. my I'll... will they last is a little wobbly, but I gave it, I did it based on the logic of the movie and that she was like, yeah, I'm willing to just surprise being this wedding all of a sudden. Yeah, after knowing said, him no. for like three weeks. <laughs> That's my thing days. is like, no way, no way would guys, this last. Guys, 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 pause right there. That is an extremely important point that we have to address right now in Lashkey to my heart. Holland says, within the logic of the movie. We got rid of... This, no, 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 no. This podcast isn't about logic. Can I follow? Right? This podcast <laughs> yeah. is not about logic. It's about exactly. vibes. Our it's scores are specifically about vibes. That's true. They're pretty vibey. Guys, so in Greg, Gray approached his score his way. I approached my score my way. We're going to get into a conversation and right we'll now. see what happens by this, the end of it. I, this is how I want to kick things off. <laughs> okay, we're kicking we it off. We are having a rom-com-themed month yeah, yeah. And, you chose and you know this what this was this was so much more no, no, no. calm than there was no rom in this there, there was barely was any rom, rom. In the there was allegra rom. had literally 
every rom-com available to her and she chose this <laughs> movie first overall it's not even a rom-com yeah it's definitely a no it's it not is, it's it very calm him an hour to meet her we're yeah. establishing no, no, no. allegra this is a comedy movie that includes romance like romance is and, like an afterthought and, and romance is movie. like that is such a generous term for this yeah this is not a rom-com. I love you, man, is a rom-com more than this is. <laughs> Justice for a ride, okay? Just because there's just an excessive amount of calm no. doesn't make it no, not no, 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 they no. do not. They do not develop this relationship in a way that makes me want to root for them. Yes. It's, just, it's happening no, because this it is, has to happen this is a, because of this is what the, they've told us the plot is. It's not... I'm not like... Oh my god, like I really hope she chooses him over this Jerry curl guy. I'm just like they're just going to get together cuz the movie's telling me that they have to be together. Yes. I think this that, is you know. a movie. This is like you this is like calling some like the only thing that comes to mind immediately is like as uh, if you're calling like Karate Kid a rom-com. No, it's not. She just happens to, <laughs> romance just happens to be part of the plot. Even the most minuscule amount. Let's break things down, okay? <laughs> what is the thing that propels the narrative to begin with? Akeem wants to marry for love. He wants to find a woman that he can respect and share ideas with and a life with. This is what. Sure, but that's not how the movie plays out. That's not the theme of the movie. The movie. The movie doesn't deliver on that promise for me. I don't believe. Is that Austin they are Powers a rom com because he gets with the girl at the end? <laughs> like I think the movie, I think the general concept and setup of the movie is a really good setup for a rom com. But I think the follow through, I think it falls short. It doesn't make me believe in their love. Like I feel like we don't spend Here's enough the thing. time the with movie, them. The movie, the movie is about him finding a wife. The movie isn't about their love. Them falling in love. Yes. No, it's about him becoming obsessed with like the first girl he sees, basically, and okay, then that's normal. pursuing that's not her. That's not a fair. That's not a fair critique in this genre. And then pursuing right. her. No, because usually love at first sight is a staple of this fucking genre, and if we pick that apart, then we pick the whole thing apart, and we're not doing the genre. Like I'm just a... saying there are fair critiques here, but again, and there are unfair. All right. critiques I don't. Here. I, I will say I don't uh... understand why he loves her. Like he <laughs> yes. doesn't say what he likes about he her. He establishes. I'm not saying this is the strongest rom <laughs> in the world but i will defend my movie and i hope you allow me to do no, so No, yeah that's what you're here to do he establishes at the beginning of the audience like the movie to the audience he wants a woman with opinions he wants a woman he can share ideas with a like, woman he can talk to who you know it's it's not just a woman who is picked for him who will never challenge him in any way he is attracted to Lisa initially because, like, she's involved with a business. She's involved with her community. She, uh, you know, is able to speak passionately about, like, charity within her community. And, you know, she has a job and she enjoys her job. She's not quitting it, even though she could when she's with Jerry Curl. <laughs> they talk about art. They go to museums. Like, I think that it is established 
as far as us, the audience is concerned, that he's looking for something a little bit more intellectual, a little bit more soul to soul. And Lisa is the first person that he encounters who is like that. But as far as like the movie is concerned, we don't need to have like 10 different Lisa's to choose from. It's very decent shorthand to be like, you know, he does the speed dating at the bar and <laughs> that's hilarious. And it's like, it's supposed to sort of just Im- communicate to us how hard it is to find someone like Lisa. So of course he is attracted to her because of all the reasons that like, it's all through Akeem's POV. This is not a dual POV movie, Yeah, which is not unusual, which is not unheard of in the rom-com genre. It's just usually you're getting the female point of view. In this case, you're getting the male point of view. I mean, even in the not very well fledged out rom-coms, you get some sort of like dual point of view and you get none there's only, I, I think you could fair. count on one hand the amount of scenes that she is in that Eddie Murphy is not in the room with her. Let's talk about Never Been Kissed. I'll just, I'll say. Oh, please. Let's talk movie. about Never Been Kissed. Yeah, let's use that <laughs> as the hey, rubric, I will please. say, I will say, I believe that romance more than this one. I'm just saying I that in terms too. of screen time, <laughs> in terms of screen time, we're, we're almost never getting that dude's I don't point ha- of view. I don't have a problem with, like, not getting her POV. I just think their relation they were not in a relation they were in a relationship for like two seconds before yeah they went on the complications started one date not uncommon in this genre all right these this genre is built upon extremely truncated romantic timelines but there was but again it's like i just feel like there was maybe it's her acting no offense to this woman i didn't think she was the best and I like again my chemistry is a 4 because I feel like she's just kind of like floating around. She's like, "Yeah, I guess I'm with Jerry Curl and I'm just going to be really nice to Akeem." And she was just like kind of one note the whole time that I didn't feel like like when I didn't feel like a spark between them. I didn't feel like there was like There was no character there. development. Yeah, it was just like I don't know. Like as soon as she broke up with him, they like just like okay, now we're gonna hang out. Oh, okay, I guess we're gonna kiss now. Okay, to now me, we're going to the museum. Neither okay, of the now, two I main mean, characters learned anything new about themselves. I think that like there was a totally established journey for Lisa. The execution yeah, it was of this yeah, I mean, acting, the accessory. I think the execution of this entire movie fell short for me. Like, I understand, like, the logic. I feel like technically on paper, everything you're saying is there. But I think it was not executed in a way that resonated with me personally. I will say this. I think Eddie Murphy does a very good job of being kind of alluring. I think that Eddie Murphy does bring this sort of like sexy gravitas that I was not expecting. I think that beca- maybe because I think Eddie Murphy, I was not expecting him to, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, <laughs> but uh, I'm like, this man is not 21, but like, <laughs> he's like 27. But like he, I think there's something about Eddie Murphy in his like on like comedy stage presence and also in the movies of this era where he is just so unbelievably confident and secure within himself and that fits the role of a prince so well especially like this specific prince who's like really trying to find an intellectual love where he's like 
Um, he's very open to just listening to Lisa and he um, is like staring at her with like no judgment and like no insecurity within himself. And like, I don't know, I felt pulled towards that. So the fact that Lisa was like, I feel like you're really easy to talk to. And I'm like, yeah, I think Eddie is nailing the character and he's bringing a lot of charisma and chemistry on his own. That to me, I was like, yeah, fuck Jerry Curl. This guy sucks. I mean, yeah, Jerry Curl obviously sucks. I well, of course, we need Eddie an Murphy, 80s bully. We love an 80s I, yeah. bully. <laughs> we love an 80s bully. I do think Eddie Murphy is very endearing. Like, I understand. Totally. I, I don't know. He's I just endearing because this is his comedy movie. I just didn't feel the heat between them, you know? No, there That's was, what it came down to. For me, the four me of my chemistry is solely to, to factor into Holland's logic of this movie. It's because the movie was telling me that they had good chemistry. Yeah, I, I didn't see it was telling more than showing. Chemistry yeah. is two people. I can understand what you're saying with Eddie Murphy, and I agree with his, um, the air about him, but she has to factor into that equation, and it falls short. Honestly, I think I'm gonna bring my chemistry number down. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> if Eddie's bringing his half, it should be five. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I mean, the chemistry is, what is it? The sum is greater than the, or it's, the number is greater than the sum of their parts or something like that. So for me, it's almost like a four, four and together it brings into a 10. That's how chemistry works for, for me, for this guy, for this hopeless romantic who doesn't believe that this is a rom-com whatsoever. Um, listen, did I, did is, any of us is really Ricky, remember this is, movie? Is Talladega <laughs> Nights not. a rom-com? Shut up. <laughs> Listen, I Talladega Nights and Karate Kid, the main point of those movies were sports. The main do, point of I, this movie is not I, sports. I do agree. Like, technically, on paper, this is set up to be a rom-com, but in execution. No, it's it just a comedy focused around marriage. It's not a it rom-com. It didn't hit the beats for me. It didn't hit the beats for Listen, me. Listen, you did not argue this when i chose these movies because i never seen this remember? fucking movie i never <laughs> saw it i'm just saying you had your date but, you I, had your say, chance. but, like but a, I said like when you told when me Harry the met plot, sally was on the board everything was on I the board and this you chose this that is hilarious will, to me that is so I also, funny so give me more points i gonna say i also feel a little bit guilty for steering you this way instead of the moonstruck you could have told me no and yeah you were like fuck moonstruck i, I like, know i was just saying i roll the tape back holland said I fuck you fuck fucking life fuck share <laughs> i would never say that about share but say i think i think though. i said i would rather watch coming to america mostly just because i hadn't seen it in a long time but all right, so Holland is just as culpable as I am in terms of but putting you're this still movie a on the board. No, that's you not chose it and you argued you for it. <laughs> listen, and I will continue to argue because that's all I can do. Okay, I think we've beaten this topic so, to death, but so listen, yes, all right, fine. You have your fucking opinions about whether or not this is a rom com. However, I think we should still talk about the movie, and I think I will. We will focus on the categories at hand. Okay. Whether or not this is a rom com doesn't matter. We watched it. We're talking about it. It's in the category. We're fucking doing it. All right. Um. Either either we keep the movie in this month, or I get a do over. All right. None of us want. No, we're that. keeping hey, man, it. My just, scores you are just not have that to bad. sit with the consequences, which will be. Not this is one category. Scores. Well, I guess two-ish. 
But... So anyway, let's move on. Okay. Um, I had a couple notes. Um, of, like, speaking of shots being too long, the intro to this movie was two and a half minutes long before we see a human's face. Are we talking about the opening credits? Yeah. Yes. That shouldn't count against the fucking... Some movies just have opening... Lo- I know, it just The intro sucks. to The Sopranos is very long. I, not two and a half minutes long. I think the but intro to The Sopranos say, is actually longer. But I will say, I did... When a long shot worked, I think, was the entrance dance for the girl he was supposed to marry. Yes. It went on... It just kept going that it became it's even hilarious. more hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing is when when the shots were like intended to be long for the sake of comedy, they worked. But there were many, many moments, many moments when that wasn't the case. They were just really long. And uh, Meg can attest that there were like because we started this movie on Friday and we got 11 minutes in and we were both like. I'm too high for this. Um, (laughs) Like, I'm too analytical. It's like, I don't think I'm going to enjoy this that much. And so then we did it again last night. And then before we sat down, Meg was like, I don't think I can watch this movie sober. And I'm like, what are you? What? Like, we didn't watch it. She was like, I got, it was too much last night. I'll just do a baby bit this time. I'm like, all right, fine. But there were so many moments when I was like, and cut it there. Like, especially being in the like video editing space. I'm like, Cut the cut the shot. Move on to the next shot. There, and then it goes on All for like right. ten more seconds, and I'm like, there, five more seconds, and well, that's see, how I could have made this movie ninety two minutes without losing a single shot of. That's without even taking out shots. Like the the last shot of the movie was like, what even happened? What was that shot? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? It could have ended. It could have ended on wow, you were ready to give all of this up for me? And he was like, yes, I still can. And she goes, nah. End the movie. Like, end the movie when it cuts back to Eddie Murphy and he's smiling in the car. End it there. Instead, they just jump to the parents and it's like the three parents and the the dad of Lisa just like does something and then he and the queen just give each other weird looks and then the movie ends. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? I don't even know what they were trying to show with that scene. It was so bizarre. All right, well, being high makes your perception of time feel longer. I was sober at that point. This is a two-hour fucking movie. (laughs) Hey, but another long moment that I did also enjoyed, also at the palace, was the guy's song for the girl walking down. Oh, so good. (laughs) The only line that I captured was she was completely free from infection. Yeah. (laughs) And his head is all the way back. Like, like, you can see into his brain how far his head back is. Speaking of this girl, this is... Her story is one that I want to know Oh, I wrote The Betrothed Lady is in a horror movie. (laughs) I'm like, this girl has been raised since birth to serve this man and be his queen. And then she just gets her entire life has been leading up to this moment. And then she just gets rejected. She does not get chosen to be the wife. Yeah, she was executed, right? Like, like that's what does how she do fucked, after that's this? Up. Well, what first of happens all, to her? She should not have been raised that way. That's exactly. That's a fucked up way to raise a child. But yeah, I and mean, she's like hopping on one leg and ooga booing. Like she could have oh. been doing that for three three weeks. Yeah. Because he didn't tell her to stop. He just said, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> 
Ugh. I feel bad for her. I want to know what happened, she, what, I, what I, the rest of her story was after this movie. The sequel should have been about her. <laughs> I hope she was able to, like, go off and have her own independent moment. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she starts a feminist revolution in Zamunda, because it sounds like they need it. And, like, for the first time, she gets to, like, look inside and be like, what is it that I like? <laughs> it's not this shit. That's the movie I want to see. <laughs> Gray, any thoughts? Um, yeah, I was just thinking, like, imagining, like, the guy Oha just coming up and it's like, my king, the queen in waiting has collapsed due to exhaustion. She has been hopping on her foot and barking for the last 73 hours. Days. Yeah. Um, um, oh, also, so I definitely thought the movie, I didn't remember, obviously, I don't remember most of this movie. But I didn't remember that there was just, like, one woman chosen for him. In my brain, I thought he, like, came into the throne room and there was, like, a line of women that he like had to choose Emperor's from. New and Girls. then I realized that... With I Randy Watson I in there, that, like, that being, like... I was thinking of the Emperor's New Groove and not this movie. Yes, loud. But maybe my brain also was, like, combining Confusing the this... beauty pageant. Yeah, the beauty pageant with this moment. There's a moment, I can't remember what scene it's in, but you get a glimpse of Arsenio th- uh, Arsenio's thighs. I was like, oh, he has nice legs. <laughs> <laughs> and they were both very cute in their little, like, combat scene at the beginning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, these are some nice looking men. It's not bad. You know, it's not yeah. the main point of why this movie was made, <laughs> but it's there. Uh, also, Eddie Murphy looks so good in his, like, little birthday outfit. The hats are so strong in this movie. Yeah, all that the, game is strong. The fashions in Zamunda, they clearly spent Honestly, a lot of time on. I loved all of their, like, sweaters in New York, too. They had some amazing sweaters. Yeah, they had some game. great sweaters. I put, love the instinct to wear your coziest sweater to the club. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring that back. He's like, time to meet some eligible young women. Put on your coziest sweater, Sammy. With the funkiest pattern. <laughs> when they're doing the speed dating, they've changed to suits. But I just love Eddie Murphy and his big smile with his sweater at the dance club. <laughs> yeah, problematic moment number, I don't know, but... I don't know. Is Arsenio in drag? Like, that skirt maybe toes the line? What? Are you saying the drag is inherently offensive, Holland? I'm just saying they're making it a joke. You're making it a joke that Arsenio is an ugly woman. He's tagged as ugly woman. I know, ugly woman. Yeah, like, ugliest woman or something like that. I think I would prefer Arsenio doing a be in drag to them just casting a woman and casting her as ugly woman. True. True. Yeah, it's like Butch's girlfriend. Woof. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Buzz's girlfriend. Sorry. Buzz's girlfriend. Buzz's girlfriend. I knew what you meant. <laughs> uh, I bet, although one line, <laughs> I did. I can't. I don't know how to set this up, but also, in I think after the speed dating, when Eddie Murphy is like, "Does every woman in New York have a severe emotional problem?" and I was like, <laughs> "Hey, <laughs> you know what?" <laughs> This yes, but. <laughs> or does every woman in New York have severe emotional issues? And, and I'm, I'm like, y- yes, but <laughs> shut up, shut up. It's okay. It's, it's, it's like you, that meme. Right? It's like I'm in this photo and I don't like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what it's like. 
<laughs> there are so many moments. Okay, so it's like, I, uh, Eddie Murphy grew up in Brooklyn, and so there are so many moments where I go, ah, New York. <laughs> like, when he screams singing, I'm in love, I'm in love. First of all, scream singing, not giving a shit, very New York. Yeah. Everyone's screaming, shut up, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Very New York. Let's do our time. You know, also, like, where you just throw garbage out the window. Yeah. <laughs> this place is so free. You can just throw garbage in the street. All right. I did have a segment. I wanted to do, oh, well, look, okay. what are your top New York moments of, of the movie? movie? I already named a few. I mean, does every woman in New York have a severe emotional problem? Very New York. <laughs> I loved the the banknote lady when Semi is trying oh, yeah. to ask. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You think it's enough? <laughs> Dear King of Zamunda, <laughs> love or like sincerely, semi, semi, semi. He's <laughs> like, she's like, and while you're asking, why not just go for a cool million? He's yeah. like, do you think it would be too much? Nah. <laughs> she was great. She crushed she was, it. She crushed it. Yeah, she was. I great. felt like. I felt at, like I was at home. Yeah. I was like, it's like a warm hug of the New York moments. Like, when they... Ha- I love that their big, um, like, emotional, like, scene at he the end. He has on the subway. And everyone's just staring, like, openly. But they're also like, whatever. I'm in a fucking conversation. Yeah. And then people are just like, just go for it, honey. Like, we're all part of this now. Yeah. If you're really a prince, I'll marry you. <laughs> And I was like, I was trying to see. I'm like, what line is it? What line it's is like, it? It's like, well, they're there in Queens. I think it was like a J train. I don't know. Does the J go to? I don't think it does. I don't think the J goes to It had to, to be like an NQR or something like Probably. that. Probably. Or whatever happened in the 80s. Um, totally. <laughs> Gray <laughs> understands everything that's happened. Gray, what's your favorite New York moment? Um, I just think it's, I thought it was just funny that they were like, He's like, you guys should be in Manhattan. He's like, no, I want to be in Queens. Like, take yeah. me to Queens. So we're gonna find my queen. And of course, <laughs> like, only only in Queens will you find like such a blatant McDonald's ripoff, and it just like slides <laughs> under. Yeah, I don't want a Big Mac. I want a Big Mick. Yeah, it's like <laughs> McDonald's has the golden arches. I have the go- what was it? Golden arcs or something? Arcs. Golden arcs. <laughs> <laughs> I love also there's a scene where like um, Akeem walks in to talk to the dad and he's looking at a McDonald's operation manual and he, he comes in and he rapidly closes oh, the binder. I don't think I caught that. Oh yeah, also Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Wow, up yeah, Samuel McDowell's L. Jackson. Very young Samuel L. Jackson. Although I will say that scene like wasn't as intense as I thought it was going to be. It was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, because that's how this whole movie went. <laughs> It was just yeah, like, it was okay, like, it, it was just like, oh, happens. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Allegra. Well setup, but no I, I was not, like, impressed by this movie. After, with all of the, like, <clears throat> I don't know. I guess all, all of the, like, praise that this movie gets and, like, reverence and the fact that, you know, there there was a sequel that was made decades later I was like, oh, yeah, this is, like, a very highly regarded, like, 80s comedy. And it just didn't really do it for me. And maybe it just doesn't hold up to fresh 2024 eyes. 
Yeah, I mean, like, there were definitely funny moments, which is why my sit-through is a six because there were different moments, and I wish I actually wrote them down, that actually, like, they made me laugh out loud. Like, there were some things that, like, the barber said that made me laugh. Um, (laughs) There were some things that that just, like, situationally happened that were funny. Um, But all in all, like, I just kind of thought, like, the... The production of this movie was, like, really shoddy. Um, the script was not great, and then the actors were not great, aside from the, like, top-billed cast. Um, and so it was just, like, kind of hard to watch. I don't know. I've This felt very in line with John Landis' movies. Like, this is, like, it's shot almost exactly the same way that he did Trading Places and he did Animal House. Like... I don't know. Maybe it's just like John Landis's flavor in particular doesn't, doesn't vibe. Uh, it doesn't vibe with current sort of tastes. There are movies that he's done that I do genuinely enjoy. It was just this one was just it just felt kind of shoddy. I don't know. I I don't know. There were there were some just like genuinely funny. Like I I don't know. I laughed out loud at like all the soul glow stuff. Yeah. The Soul Glow song. The Soul Glow song is It great. went on way too long, though. I get it, but it went oh, on I didn't, so I disagree. long. I didn't think I so. Did. I also had the added bonus of Josh being like, oh, God, the synth sax is killing me. So every time they ripped the synth sax, Josh was in pain, and I laughed harder. Okay, another character who I wanted us to um, sit with a little bit, someone who maybe doesn't get their due when you rewatch this. Did you guys notice the random kid sitting by himself with them at the basketball game? No. <laughs> it was just a random child. It was just like the four of them, the Jerry Curl, Lisa, Eddie Murphy, and the sister Patrice. And then next to her, it was just like a kid. And then it was the stairs. And I'm like, this child, who, where are his parents? What is he doing at this basketball game? He's sitting next to Patrice trying to like give Eddie Murphy a hand job next to him. I'm like, what is this kid's Patrice day? Patrice was out of pocket. Patrice was so <laughs> horny the whole Dude, time. It was, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Um, yeah, no, I did not notice that random boy. <laughs> a random child. Dude, Patrice, you know, she she thinks the world works one way. And that's totally cool with her. I think it did make her, like, insane, but in a, in a funny way. Yeah. I don't think it's okay for you to just start to do, like, handies in the middle of a basketball game. But, um... Again, but, like, shoot your shot, I guess. I don't know. It was, like, a sort of, like, shocking <laughs> she, humor that I found she, entertaining. She was the ultimate opportunist. Oh, you yeah. You know? She's not gonna pass up an opportunity to get her man. And... She just kind of, like, takes things as they come to her and is like, okay, um, what's going on? Oh, you're a prince now? Great. Now I'll pursue this. Oh, now you're not? Okay. Oh, Jerry Curl's here. Okay, here we go. It's yeah. like, she's not <laughs> mad that Semi lied. She's mad that Semi's not the prince. Yeah, exactly. He's, she's <laughs> like, God damn it, I got the wrong one. This All is right. where her priorities Now lie. I need to pivot. <laughs> yeah, she sees Soul Glow fucking guy, and she's like, well, he's single. Yeah. <laughs> I also loved how that dude's hair was constantly wet. Oh, yeah, and his family, when they, like, they sat up from the, the couch, couch yeah. with their wet spots on the couch. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, um, there's a moment when, like, when we first see Lisa and she's on stage and she's asking for donations, she's like, 
we like the money that jingle jingle, but we prefer the money that folds. And I'm like, is that where that dude got it for his rap? The British dude rap that became popular a couple the years ago? The money don't jingle jingle. jingle jingle. It folds. It folds. Like, oh. Wiggle wiggle. For I sure. forgot about that. <laughs> oh my God. Whoops. I just mopped my mic. Oh my God. That's so funny. I got very distracted by that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, the scrunchies go absolutely over the top hard in this movie. Okay, I'd love to hear everybody's thoughts on the wedding dress. <laughs> oh man. Woof. <laughs> it was pink. The pink, poofy, sparkly. It was very Barbie. It was very it Barbie. Was very it was 80s, very 80s Barbie. 80s. Great is good. I, I kind of loved it. It was great. I kind of loved it. In a, like, <laughs> but it was so tacky, but it was incredible it, it was, was it was huge. so tacky it circled back around to being amazing yeah yeah it's like a drag queen dress this totally is a drag queen's wedding dress very campy i gotta say i really don't have that many more notes uh, yeah um, no my, my notes are <laughs> 80s movie sexual intros trauma. are always so long dudes gotta stop with the clapping that was at the beginning like oha just oh, kept yeah. clapping and it was just so loud with so much dead silence around it um their accents are bad this movie is exhausting. In no way, shape, or form is this a rom-com. Allegra had literally every rom-com on the board and chose this. <laughs> They've known each other for like six days. <laughs> Those are all my notes. You win some, you lose some, y'all. Uh, <laughs> all right, I guess closing arguments then? All right, so I don't really know how much I can argue for nostalgia since we literally weren't alive. Yeah. I don't know if you have any particular Eddie Murphy in Arsenio Hall nostalgia. I don't know if you have like a late 80s, early 90s Barbie nostalgia. I think I I think I squeezed this. I gave you two. I feel like my two is pretty generous. I'm sorry. Yeah. I As soon as I chose my two movies, you know, I I saw my mistakes. But we, we yes, yes, we commit to the bit as hard as we can. What's the next category? Sit through. I don't know. I genuinely, like, yes, I agree with Gray that there was, like, there were moments where it dragged because, like, the scenes just could have been snappier. But I don't know. Like, the... I was, I, it didn't feel like two hours to me. Yeah, it was fun. I think that Eddie Murphy was having a fun time. I think there were some very good, solid jokes. Um, yeah. And, you know, it, it is a comedy in the truest sense where they are trying to pack as much jokes in it as possible. And so even if they weren't exactly your taste, another joke was around the corner really fast. I'm honestly surprised that all of the little joke, like, I felt like most of the jokey vignette moments, like, worked. Like, I didn't yeah. feel like, I don't know, I didn't really think it super, I didn't feel like it dragged on necessarily, but I do think, like, maybe as a whole it was just, like, a little bit of, like, an awkward construction of a movie, but I didn't feel taken out of it at yeah. any point i feel like the jokes worked even if the direction and editing of the movie could have been improved yeah like when he chops off his little rat tail and goes that'll be eight dollars yeah. <laughs> yeah that was funny <laughs> yeah i really liked like eddie murphy's barber character i thought like had a lot of really funny lines um mm -hmm. there was one i can't remember what it was but it was uh it was during the like beauty pageant thing and Hit, like the the shorter old man was like saying something and eddie murphy's character just kept like repeating a, like he kept repeating some line um i can't <laughs> remember what it was but it was just so fucking funny to me like it was i there were i had a couple like laugh out loud moments and which is why my sit through is at a six 
Because um, if those moments weren't in there, my sit through would be like a two. It was just there was a lot of just quick sh- the like blink and you miss yeah. it jokes too. So I feel like it did. I think it did its absolute best to bring um, an enjoyable enjoyability to it. So should we do our final school? What What is the rest of the fucking chemistry? Cam- okay, I think Eddie Murphy brought it. Um, your mileage may vary. What's the next one? Will they last? Listen, she's a fucking queen now. All right. Yeah. See, this is like that's why what, what my logic was for the score of like. I mean, technically, I think they will, but, like, will it be happy? I don't that's know. That's not the category. <laughs> that's not, like, well, let's get into it. That's not what the category is. It's will it last? Will they remain together till death do they part? It is implied, hey, but though. We don't know whether or not there are strong divorce or anti-divorce laws in Zamunda. But, honestly, you know what? It ends up being kind of arranged marriage e because they don't know each other when they marry each other anyway <laughs> yeah it's Listen, honestly like like i think i feel like in, in some arranged marriage cases girl. anyways it's kind of like you have 40 so days see, to get to know your bride to be anyways <laughs> like i can see them get like growing to love each other sure just like his parents exactly but it's like it, but again it kind of like defeats i mean i don't know but again it's like the the it's a little clunky. It's a little clunky. Listen, if, anyway, if we're saying that a perfect ten in that category is we believe the love, yeah, and they stay together, then like that's a perfect ten. All right, listen, <laughs> if it's not a perfect ten, fine. But I do think that they will remain together. He's from a culture where this amount of courtship is already like quintuple what you'd get anyway, and. A lot of marriages, like, there's been a lot of, like, studies about arranged marriages. It's, like, it means a lot when both people are, like, fully committed, committed to the yeah. marriage. This isn't, like, a, a really long, like, well, they won't, they ultimatum sort of yeah. dating engagement situation. They're both, like, all right, fucking lock in. <laughs> True. All right, and does it hold up? I honestly thought it was fine. I was, yeah, honest, I really, I was honestly. I was expecting it to have way more problematic content than it did. Um, I agree that the style of the movie is very, very dated. Um, and we've seen. Yeah, that's where my score really reflects. Like, it wasn't like, it doesn't hold up because of like, yeah, some inappropriate shit. It was more like, yeah, it just doesn't really like hold my attention in the same way. We've, we've, on this podcast, we have watched more, um, like, we've watched other 80s comedies that I think sort of succeed a little bit better in, in holding up, like, even Ghostbusters which I felt like there was more problematic shit than this yeah. movie. But I think the the way the movie is made yeah. holds up better, which I totally agree with and is fine. But, like, I don't know. You could throw this movie on, and I think it would be totally fine today. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I don't All right. Know. Final scores. Okay. Nostalgia, I'm keeping it at a two. I'm keeping mine at a one. Chemistry. Uh, Oh, sorry, sit through? Sit through, I'll keep it at a seven. I'm keeping mine at a six. Chemistry, I'm keeping at a four. I brought mine down to a three. Which is so fucked up of you. (laughs) Will they last? I brought down to a six. What the fuck? How did I lose (laughs) points on this? (laughs) Because of me. (laughs) You fucking bastard. Um, Does it hold up? What's your will they last, Gray? Uh, it's a four. And then does it hold up? I'll keep it at a seven. 
I'm keeping mine at a five. Why is it a four? Why is the will they last a four, Gray? Because I don't believe in their love. There are other factors. Fine, fine. Listen, I, I understand that basically I I panicked uh, when I had to choose between this I and I feel Moonstruck. like you were trying to go two out of the box. I just, I was really motivated to just watch a movie that I had not seen in a long time. Um, I thought it would be fun to talk to you guys about it. And maybe in a less romantic-themed setting, it would have been better to yeah, talk about. Yeah, I feel like this maybe this would have been a better, like, regular theme. Yes, month, definitely. Yeah. It was maybe a miss When it's category. in this category, yeah. And so... And honestly, again, I don't know if Moonstruck is really fully live in that category for me whatever either. the way but my whatever no, i i listen I, I made my bed i did my best um you're not gonna catch me honestly i really don't think it's gonna be that bad it's definitely not gonna be it's the worst maybe, score you've it's, ever gotten it's maybe not as as good as i could have gotten had i made better choices in my strategy but maybe it's just like if i had gotten a stinker it was like a really great stinker to get like well, a standout stinker. uh True. in this well, regard man. yeah holland do you want to uh give any Bonus points? Bonus points. Oh, yeah, bonus points. I will say, I guess I'll give a bonus point for, like, all of the bit characters that Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall did. I was I was expecting all of those to be really grating and annoying, and I thought they all worked pretty well. Yeah. So, I'll give it to you. I believe the children of the future. <laughs> yeah, like Randy Watson or whatever with sexual chocolate. I thought that was fun. Yeah, the yeah. barbershop guys were all great. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was Eddie Murphy in the Jewish guy costume. I think I remembered that. Um, uh-huh. Like when it came up on the screen. I was like, I think uh-huh. that's Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all right, Gray. Um, so do you want to give any bonus points? I just gave one for that. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, sorry, I was I was uh, fixing our like Google sheet, so I got distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't have any bonus point to give. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right. All right, Gray. What's the final score? So the final score comes to a forty-six. Wow, that's lower than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, me too. Oh no, I'm so sorry. Well, also to be fair, nostalgia really, really drove bad. it down. I knew that was a risk. Nostalgia really drove it down. Listen, legheads, um, I'm sorry <laughs> I didn't do better for you. It's not an auspicious start to the season, but you know we're not gonna give up. We have heart. Um, we will continue to do our best and uh, and learn from our mistakes. Um, <laughs> sound like a press conference. <laughs> It is. <laughs> it's like the. It's like after a, a game where they interview the athletes, where they're like, the "So what team. happened?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, and this um, is our second movie from 1988. Oh. What was the, the first one? Beetlejuice. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Okay. <clears throat> so. Trivia. Na- uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, trivia. Um, so budget 36 million, which I feel okay. like is pretty high for a eighties comedy movie. Um, box office, it's a range, which I don't know. I don't know the, the reason for the, the range. Wait, here we go. Eh, it doesn't matter. Um, between <clears throat> 288.8 million, hundred million and 350 
million. Ooh. Damn. Return on investment. Wow. Yeah. This was a freaking hit. Yeah, Man. big hit. Um Wow. I mean, also, it's okay. highly, highly rated on like Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb and whatnot. Guys, we didn't even talk about the song. The Coming to America. Yeah, because you don't hear it until like, really the, it's it the though. second song in the credits, which is, I think, a, <laughs> mis, a misfire. I've, I mean, they played it in the movie. It's a good, it's a good song. It's a solid 80s movie song. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I didn't really listen to it. Wow. <laughs> well, to be fair, I I watched it this morning and I was like, and it's over, and now I need to go work out with Allegra. <laughs> um. So some trivia: the film was nominated for two Oscars, best costume oh, wow. design, and best makeup for the okay. makeup effects on Murphy and Arsenio Hall's supporting Again, characters. Not as terrible as I was expecting. It yeah. To, like, obviously it wasn't super clean, but, like, pretty good. That's just Oscar-nominated old yeah. man makeup. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good. Um, so after the makeup and clothing was applied for the Jewish character, Saul, Eddie Murphy wanted to test the makeup and costume out. He got a golf cart and drove from one studio department to another in Paramount Studios. He would get out of the cart and say in his very in his regular speaking voice, Hi, I'm Eddie Murphy. And no one believed him. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, th- that was really good. That was It was good really makeup. good. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. This was the first time in which Eddie Murphy played multiple characters in the same film, inspired by Peter oh. Sellers, who did the same in Doctor Strangelove. Um, this would become a trademark for Murphy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Um, look look Greg, where we started Greg, and look where a, we ended. Give me a bonus point for that. Give me a bonus point for movie history. <laughs> no. Although John Landis and Eddie Murphy had been friends since they worked together on Trading Places in 83, they did not get along on this film. Mm. Reports about the reasons vary, but most agree there was friction over past disagreements Landis was supposedly still hurt that Murphy had not supported him after a fatal accident on the set of the Twilight Zone movie. Um, And Murphy had vowed never to work with Landis again. The two did later reconcile and Murphy personally asked Landis to direct Beverly Hills Cop 3 in 1994. So there was some, uh, some drama. Some beef. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, and maybe that's, a- that's why maybe land is half-assed it <laughs> <laughs> against all best efforts it still became like a box office smash <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um that's about it um wait no, no no there are two pieces of trivia i know that you didn't mention okay so paula abdul choreographed the big dance scene at the beginning of the oh movie. amazing um, and so, and there's a, there's a inside joke to trading places in this movie. Oh. So, you know, when, um, Eddie Murphy takes all the money away from Semi and then he gives it to two homeless guys. Yeah. Those two homeless guys were the rich villains in trading places. Oh, okay. I had a feeling that Oh yeah. That was, I saw like, that one, but I was like, I've never something? seen trading places. So I knew it was referencing something, but yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what this reference is, but I'm sure it means something. Yeah, so Eddie okay. Murphy and Dan Aykroyd's characters essentially, like, ruined these two guys' lives because they right. were corrupt bankers. And so Eddie Murphy giving them money, and they're like, we're back! Gotcha. Okay, okay. That makes so much more sense now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've only seen Trading Places once, and I don't 
remember. Don't recommend it. Um, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis was great, um, but not much else to say about that movie. All right. So now it comes time. Now it comes Is it time, time for, for me Holland. to flip a coin. Yes. So, and stink, I'm excited. Stink, so, stink, <laughs> stink, stink, stink. I had, I had found, like, I used this coin a couple times, but then I lost it. But it's a half dollar, so it's much bigger. You see old Jackie Kennedy right there. Jack Jackie Kennedy. Jackie Kennedy. Jack Kennedy. Um, Jackie and, Onassis. And then there's the tails, if you can see it. It's the, I yeah. think, Independence Hall. Um, yeah, it is. Independence Hall on the back for tails. JFK's head for heads. Um, intact head. So, okay. call it in the air? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to flip. Here, wait. Let me... Let me try to make sure I can get this all in on screen for you guys. <laughs> so we know you're not cheating. <laughs> all right. Okay. And call it. Tails. Heads. Yeah! A leg heads, we still have a chance. If they get worse movies than us, we can still Damn kill it. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, yes. We get to use the wheel. Thank God. Oh. I love the idea that Gray has gotten extremely good at close-up can magic you, in the last six months. <laughs> That's can what I've been remind, waiting on, guys. Can you remind us what's on the wheel? Yes, I can. Before I'd you be spin happy it. to. Um, okay. Ask app not to track. Okay. Latch key <laughs> to my heart stinker wheel is <clears throat> 27 dresses, okay, license to, to wed, oh, no. 17 again. <laughs> My date with the president's daughter, Sweet Home Alabama, and whatever it takes. Okay. Okay. Whatever it takes. Okay. All right, and we will okay, we will watch the spin honestly, together. Honestly, like, there's only like two that I don't want. We've had worse wheels. Please be licensed to win. <laughs> I know. Oh! It's Thank it's twenty seven dresses. Thank God, I actually watched this recently. What? Because <laughs> I love this movie. Oh. Uh, and I it. will it was, defend it, it so baby. Close. Fucking close to license it was to win. So close to being licensed to win. It was too close to being licensed to win. I swear to God, if this movie gets higher than my draft pick, I'm gonna be so sad. <laughs> You fool. Um, I am an idiot. Oh, I'm stoked. <clears throat> I am stoked. Honestly. I think it would I don't even care. I think it I got the stinker wheel now. It would have been so fitting for you to get whatever it takes. Just for the name alone. Yeah. Um yeah. best two out of three, Holland? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I will I'm sitting pretty. Alright, so next week I will be defending twenty seven dresses. Um Please follow us on Instagram at LatchkeySibs. You can email us at LatchkeySibs at gmail.com. There's still plenty of time to send us pre-watch notes for all of the movies that we drafted. If you want to go back and listen to the draft episode, other, um, even if we don't end up choosing those movies or getting them in the wheel, we'll st- we would still love to hear your thoughts on all the ones that we drafted. Um... But yeah, I think that is it for us today. Thanks everybody for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.